0: Every gamer has that one game they want all of their friends to play. Maybe it's old.
1: Maybe it's new. Maybe it's obscure. Or maybe it's the game that everyone is playing.
0: Whatever it is, it's that one game you love to talk about. Join us as we ask each other to try this game.
1: All right, Farron, we've talked about building castles in the past, but how about building a city?
0: I love city building games. I've been playing SimCity since the original.
1: All right, perfect. Well, then let's talk about City Skylines, which is my personal favorite city building game. And I know that we're going to get to your feelings on it in a bit. (laughs) (laughs) So City Skylines, yeah, it's published in March of 2015, came out on uh, PC, Linux, Mac, and actually recently got a port to the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. It really, was de- yes, wow. So yes, you can actually play this on console. Uh, developed by a company called Colossal Order and published, as with all large strategy games recently, by Paradox Interactive. Of course, um, of course yeah. So this game, for me, I really found this is what I wanted, like SimCity Four, to be. Ages ago, it, it just yeah. felt so, uh, so deep and so interactive, and it was a, a city-building game that I really felt that i could i could sink into without having to deal with like ea stuff as ea stuff went along and did things and i mean there's there's a metric ton of dlc for this game don't get me wrong (laughs) there's entirely too much of it in my in my humble opinion but Mm -hmm. i'm also kind of a bit of a game purist in that sense anyways so (laughs) let's just let's just get to the chase here what what did you think about this game as you were playing it
0: Okay, so I've played a lot of city builders. Like I played SimCity, SimCity 2000, SimCity 4. I even have the new SimCity, and at some point I'll actually try that again. I played a lot of the Anno games, like Anno oh, yeah. uh, 2205. I adore. I really like city builders. But I was playing this one, and a, a scene from The Simpsons kept popping into my head. There's a, a an early episode where he, uh, Homer is kidnapped onto some weird island, and they replace him with a German spy. And German spy, foe Homer, comes home and marge says you're not my husband and he says yeah now i shall take you to a reasonably priced restaurant and then we shall come home and have an evening of efficient german sex and that's what this game made me think of it's (laughs) efficient it does what it needs to do but there is no personality to this game there is no flair i was bored out of my skull really it has it has everything i could ever want in a simulator except Mm -hmm. personality like that's the one thing the Sim games always had—they had, had personality—and the Anno 2205 has. First off, it's gorgeous, and the right. music is beautiful, and all that sort of stuff. But of course, the, the music here is nice, and the uh, the, the game is good-looking. But it was an hour of efficient German sex. Like it was just <laughs> meh, it, you know. Just, that's the back of the box quote for for the next city skylines. We are an hour of efficient German sex. But it was just—I found it—I found it just boring. I found it it lacked personality, and so I didn't care. I didn't care about building my city. Maybe it would have helped if I understood the game mechanics a little more, but, I mean, it's a city you build. Yeah. But I found I didn't care. Like, here's the kicker. I bought this on the recommendation of a friend years ago, because I was disappointed with the new SimCity. And someone said, well, I love Cities cities, Skylines. Go and get that. So I thought, okay, so I went and bought it. And it went into my, you know, library of abject humiliation on Steam, and that was it. And, and so you are intent on making me go through my library of shame. And I just, I, everything about this game is great, except it's boring.
1: And see, I I completely disagree with you on that. I loved it. I, I loved the feeling of of connectedness with with the people in the city, just by merit of the fact that you get tweeted at like a mayor, mm-hmm. like you're actually getting yelled at by your citizens would you do something that they don't like i I love that you go into it and you get district different districts that get different names and neighborhoods and these things all just kind of generate out or you can choose to edit them completely and rename every different borough of your city however you want to have it named and i'm sure that yeah that's something that comes along with other games but i still find that that lends itself that that character to me and i i love that i can just zoom in on something and see a person going through their day-to-day and the the ability for me to intricately design like overpasses and traffic thoroughfares don't get me wrong traffic is probably the most annoying part of this game once you get a little ways into it it feels like you can never properly manage your traffic
0: but that's a good problem to have that's a problem every city builder has yes and that's and and that shows they're paying attention Mm -hmm. and i think that's great I just I, found I... I didn't care. That was that's that was my biggest problem. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. And that's my problem because apparently this 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 game is exceptionally highly regarded. Mm-hmm. So this is me. This is me being a snob, I guess. <laughs> maybe maybe if I sort of forced myself to play a couple of hours of this, maybe it would grow on me. But I'd rather, you know, reinstall Anno 2205. Yeah. Or uh, 20, 21 something or other, which is the previous one or, or
1: something.
0: 20, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or I'd rather even take a shot at Sim City, which I'm told they finally fixed at that point, you know, do the Sims, which mm-hmm. I've gotten again, never played, but uh, there's just something about this game. I don't know. It, it just sort of bounced off me and I don't understand that again. It's, it's an hour of efficient German sex. It's just meh.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing, though, is that this is like we're talking about games here. We're not talking about fungus. This isn't something that you should have to sit still and let grow on you. Uh, Games are something that you should be able to get into and have something that grabs you. And if there's not something that grabs you off the hop, then that's not a failing of, of the player. That's a failing of the game for that specific player.
0: Yeah, but there are plenty of games we've both encountered where you play for the first hour and you go, I don't like this. And then someone says, no, no, dude, go back. Try again.
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: you you power through that first hour the game sort of clicks in you go hey wow this is great and naturally offhand i can't think of one but i know i've encountered games like that where if i had just made it past that first hour Mm -hmm. but i mean we talked about on a previous episode my issues with game of thrones once i got past that i think the second episode i could get into it yeah you know how many how many episodes i mean think of star trek the next generation the first season is garbage <laughs> well, once you get like it really 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 is but if you get to yeah. that second season it picks up
1: yeah it starts getting a bit juicy
0: and there are plenty of uh, things like that uh, so m- maybe that's the problem with our one hour is that it, the, the games don't have a chance to make uh, an impression on you but I appreciate the artistry of this game. Because it's gorgeous. It's it's, oh, it's, it's drop-dead gorgeous. <laughs> and it, it the interface is easy to figure out. And I do like the fact that you get tweeted at. I like everything except the personality, which, again, I find it has none. But maybe I just didn't give it enough time. And I have no trouble recommending this to people who want a serious city builder.
1: Yeah. So what's... Uh, like To what extent did you grow your city? Like, where was your residential district at? Like, did you get the high rises and stuff like that? Oh,
0: no, no, I didn't get anywhere near that far. You know, I built a a new district and I I had some, you know, I had a police station and all that good stuff going. And it was very cool and it looked really nice. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I had a small town. Yeah. You know, I had i don't even know how many residents i didn't even look but i started on the easiest level and like the easiest map i could find something that already had quite a bit waiting for me when i started because again i knew i wasn't going to go head first into a 50 hour orgy of city building so i wanted to start i wanted to give myself a little bit of a head start and okay. i you know i really i appreciated everything except the lack of personality i think maybe that's what bounces me off if I had more personality i'd probably still be playing that
1: that's fair um I think for me, when I play City Skylines, obviously that that first little while where you're just getting everything established, you're developing an industrial park, mm. you've got your basic little residential zones, and oh, here's the, the first strip mall that this town's got. And that's, it's all very meh and blah, but once you get things that light up at night, once mm. you've got the stadium holy crap that's cool uh once you you actually have a major concert going on and you've got different colored spotlights going up into the sky and you've got planes flying in and out on red eye flights oh wow you've got yeah you've got the this massive city center with huge skyscrapers that are lit up and nightclubs that you can zoom in really close to and you can hear the music coming out of the nightclub and it's just it it yeah. really 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 bursts with life once you've kind of grown that a little bit
0: yeah that's the one thing that convinced me to buy this game to begin with is the screenshots mm-hmm. it's stunning to look at the only city builder i can ever think of that i liked to the look of more was Anno 2205 once you get those sky i'm not sure if you've ever played that uh, i haven't at some point maybe we'll give it a shot but once the the buildings start to grow and you have these you know these high tech Futuristic skyscrapers with, you know, the flying cars going around, and you look at the city and go, "Wow, I could, I could just sit here and look at this and mm-hmm. just enjoy the look of it. Like you can take screenshots and, and print them, and you can do that here too. It's, it's a stunning game, even though I'm only running it at sort of midway detail. Yeah, and uh, I, 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 love the look of it. I absolutely yeah. do. I just one thing that actually did off put me is, and you would mentioned this, is the DLC. There's so much of it. Oh, yeah. You know, like you don't have a fully functioning city unless you start buying all their DLC. Well, there comes a point where why don't you just give me the damn stuff? Mm -hmm. Like there's other stuff like I I get when they add stuff like there's extra music you can do. And maybe they have uh, a, a DLC that should be like older buildings and one for future buildings and that sort of thing. But when you can't get mass transit without a DLC pack, okay, then you didn't sell me a game. You sold me a framework
1: yeah I, I mean I, I bought city skylines back when it was when it was fresh it was just kind of the base game mm. and you you still could do you know buses and planes and, and ferries and things like that but it wasn't okay. nearly as well designed and well fleshed out as okay. the the expansions that they built into it like they've got an entire nightlife expansion and you can still have nightlife in your city just Just not not, as complex just not as complex exactly like one of the dlcs is a entire green energy dlc so it's all about recycling and and developing like nuclear power and things like that and you can still perfectly functionally power your city and keep it clean before but now you can have like a carbon negative city and really really get into that if you really want to i don't think that you're completely hamstrung by the game for not buying the dlc but uh buying some dlc will really it's more of an injection of flavor than it is yeah fill, uh filling out a framework
0: yeah i get the impression that this game is a little bit like the sims this is for people who want who have a game they play like yeah. people who play the sims like hardcore play the sims they have no problem every six months or even every few months tossing 30 bucks at electronic arts for that big new expansion because this mm-hmm. is what they're going to do with their day and that's fine it's sort of like uh the people who play madden only play yeah. Madden. yeah or another example i used to joke about this with a co-worker is the like train simulator or whatever it is on steam if you've ever seen the dlc they're up to like eight thousand dollars in dlc okay like it's almost a joke wow that is every- unreal yeah, but every what it is is they'll release a new route, and it's a mm-hmm. real train route, and it has the yeah. real scenery, and obviously they're using probably Google Maps or some such thing with it, but if people who play that game aren't playing Halo, mm-hmm. and they're not playing, you know, City Skyline, they play that train simulator, so for them to throw 20 bucks a month at something, that's not a big deal at all, Yeah, and it builds yeah. up over time.
1: Well, 100%, but so do the rest of our libraries. We go, oh, you know, buy that. That's 10 bucks on sale. That's 15 bucks on sale. Why not? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so d- pouring your money into one game as opposed to into many games that, like me, you will never play, that actually, <laughs> maybe that makes more sense. Like someone who's super into City Skylines who says, oh, okay, another $15 DLC, not a problem. Let's see yeah. what that can do for my city. And I'm sure there are people out there who have hundreds of hours into a city. Like the city is something they go to work and they think about. You know, when I get home, I really need to work on that Western neighborhood that's not, you know, it's not growing as fast as I'd like to. And oh, games yeah. like that, are, like games like that are cool where you you go to work and you, you're thinking about what do I want to do next? That's actually why I love Assassin's Creed, because I think, what am I going to do next? Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I loved Assassin's Creed 4, the, the pirate one. What am I going oh, to do yeah. to my ship next? How, what am I right. going to add next? What am I going to work towards? And I can see that with this game.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. If you if you've got like ten minutes after we're done recording today, I highly recommend you go to Reddit and check out the City of Skyline subreddit and oh, yeah. just look at the things that people build. They use canals to build underpasses where oh, wow. they now then they've got multiple bridges running over top of that. They've they've got whole underground roadways that they've designed. Wow. Which which you're not supposed to be able to do, but you can. Because they <laughs> work, these,
0: they, they figured out how to work the system.
1: Exactly. You can see the these insanely designed uh uh vehicle interchanges um like this is this is on par with um kerbal space program for like <laughs> actual art actual city designers uh civic engineers play these games and have that's fun terrifying with it. oh yeah.
0: i'm sure i i'm sure something like that would be just crazy. I mean, I have a friend who's a, I mean, I haven't spoken to him in, now in a decade, but he's a senior traffic engineer with the city of Calgary. And oh, I can wow. only imagine what Eric would get up to with City Skylines. Oh, oh, I'm sure. And that would be neat to see. I like a game where people can just say, okay, here's my tool set. What am I going to do with that? Mm-hmm. I love that. So maybe I'll give this one another swing.
1: Okay. So, so you think you'll go back and play it after the hour?
0: Uh, I think I will. I don't think I'm going to dive in full force, but I think I'm going to give it another shot. Absolutely
1: for sure so. and I'll I'll definitely be downloading it again and well I'll have it downloaded for a good long while now I think mm, cool cool <laughs> all right there it is
0: all right there it is right adam do you like fantasy
1: uh, yeah i love fantasy
0: do you like inserting pieces of metal and electronics into your skull
1: uh i'm not so sure i'm with you on that one
0: hmm. how about if we mix those
1: so you're gonna have an orc inserting metal bits into my head
0: absolutely this okay. is this is shadow run which started as a pen and paper role-playing game by Thassa back in 1989. Those are the guys who did Battletech and uh, Crimson Skies. And uh, they're, I mean, they're long gone. It's all run by Catalyst Labs now. And I think Shadowrun just hit its sixth edition. But Shadowrun is a combination of cyberpunk and fantasy. And that mm-hmm. shouldn't work. And it absolutely does. And the game we're talking about is, well, it's actually three games. It's Shadowrun Returns, and then it sequels Dragonfall and Hong Kong. Now, they've made Shadowrun computer role-playing games over the years. They was a highly regarded game for the SNES, and I think they also made a version for the Sega Genesis. That's still highly regarded, and that's That's the early 90s. There was a shooter in the mid-2000s, and I'm the only one on Earth who liked that one. But these are traditional computer RPG games. So if you've ever played like Baldur's Gate or Divinity Original Sin, that's what Shadowrun Returns is. Mm -hmm. And... You know, they have a great story. You know, you pick your character, you pick a race—elf, orc, troll, blah, blah, blah. You decide what they are. Are they a hacker? Are they a mage? Are they a street samurai, which is a really just a, a cyberpunk term for a, you know, a cyborg mercenary, uh, who's muscle—you know—it's he's all weapons. Uh, you choose one of these things, and then it leads you through a story. And I think Shadowrun Returns story was about—I think it was a missing sister or something.
1: Uh your um, friend was killed, and you needed to find out who killed him.
0: Right, right, right. And, and Hong Kong, which is the one I'm playing through now, it's you're missing your adoptive father. But what makes these games so cool is that once you finish the story, the games came with a construction set. So you go into the Steam Workshop and there are entire story campaigns you can download. So once I finish the Hong Kong story, I can just go play someone else's campaign and it'll have all the hong kong assets but at this point it also has all the assets from shadowrun returns which takes place in seattle that's kind of the traditional setting for the game and dragonfall i'm actually not sure where that one takes place and these are low budget games Harebrain schemes who made this game uh, shadowrun returns came out in 2013 dragonfall in 2014 hong kong in 2015 uh, Hairbrain schemes put them out paradox we've talked about before they mm-hmm. did the publishing these are not like There's not a billion dollars pu- pushed into this game. They do not look as amazing as Divinity Original Sin. But they're all hand-drawn. Every map is is done by hand. And they look gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And I and I really dug the writing. It's very much... It's all very noir. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not brilliant writing, but it's cool. Yeah. Um, I played all the way through the Shadowrun campaign, right until the very last mission. And it bugged out. And I never got back to it. But I'm sure they found oh. that bumps. Since then, yeah, it was too bad. Because I got right to the end. Uh, and Hong Kong, that one I'm really digging now. Dragonfall, I'll play eventually. I got a kick out of this. I, you know, I mean, I can't play Cyberpunk 2077 because my rig probably wouldn't run the the menus smoothly. And also, <laughs> I, you know, also it's first person shooter, so I'd you know barf. But yeah. this game, I actually enjoy this more because I, I don't like fantasy, and yet the fantasy and cyberpunk mixture, it shouldn't work, but it totally does you mm-hmm. You've played Shadowrun, right? Like I mean obviously you've played the game, but you've played the actual pen and paper as well.
1: Uh yeah, I played it I didn't play it much. I played it a couple of times. Yeah. Oh gosh, probably just after high school. Um okay. and I've always I've always really liked the aesthetic of it. Um mm-hmm. it and and I I say that aesthetic I say with scare quotes because it was it was a tabletop role-playing game and it was all mm-hmm. described and mm-hmm. but it does have that noir feeling and that's something that you just kind of have to look at and accept and move on with your day because it's going to be noir, it's going to be cheesy, it's going to be campy, yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. and then it's also throwing in orcs and trolls and uh, cybernetic upgrades, and yeah. you just you just kind of have to accept it as a package and say, this is what it is, and yeah. roll with that. And it's so much fun when you do. It really and truthfully is. Yeah.
0: So what did you think of Shadow on Returns itself? Like, the way it plays out and the story and all that sort of stuff.
1: I really enjoyed it. I jumped into it. Uh, the first thing that I noticed off the hop was it was it was just that classic, exactly, like, it just nailed the feeling that you get from playing Shadowrun as a tabletop game. Mm-hmm i did what i usually do when i put when i play uh computer versions of tabletop rpgs and i made the biggest character that i could swinging a melee weapon because <laughs> i i just find that that's easiest to put my character at the very front of everything okay um, and it's it's just really good i love the the interactivity of it i think that for me like the pinnacle of getting close to a tabletop rpg is like divinity original sin 2 this is this is very close to that feeling of oh i want to go and i want to fiddle with stuff and i want to look at things and i want to check stuff out this is this is creeping right up that ladder as being a really good interactive game
0: yeah yeah i have the original divinity original sin and it's funny because i kind of it's it's gorgeous gorgeous. and i keep saying i'm gonna buy the second one then i go no 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 i know i'm not gonna play it but because i just i don't find fantasy that interesting but this one I do, despite the fact that it's much lower budget. Like when you walk into a room, they'll show you what you can click on because there's icons. So you don't have to go hunting, because you can't click on everything. Because this these harebrained schemes, who made this game, and they also made the the excellent BattleTech strategy game that's out on Steam. Uh, they did that, and they're working on a new horror game now. I think they did the best with the budget they had, and everything is good looking. Like I, you know, in in Hong Kong, you deal with. Uh, i think her name is kindly shen she's a she's a mob boss in hong kong and she does her business out of a uh, mahjong parlor so you go into this room and it's all hand-drawn and it's beautiful and the sound effects are good and when you click on a character you get portraits of them and you get text there's no voice in this game that i can think of it's all just text but the atmosphere is really cool the art is gorgeous. The music is nice. It's not impressive. It's just, it does what it needs to do. The combat system, because you, you sort of move around in real time until combat starts, and then it's turn-based. All your guys move, then all the bad guys move. And it's always the same thing. A bunch of guys, you know, it's sort of standard RPG fare. It's almost like playing Final Fantasy VII. You wander around in the overworld until something jumps you, and then you got to fight it. You know, the interface isn't quite, like, it's not great. It feels a little bit like the XCOM, uh, the new XCOM. You know, it'll show you, is this partial cover? Is this full cover? Mm -hmm. You know, that sort of thing. You get two actions, things like that. It's an earnest attempt at a a B-level game, just in terms of the, the budget. But the guys who made this, they are former FASA employees. So these are the people who originally worked on Battletech and originally worked on Shadowrun. So it's kind of come home. Because when FASA went under, I think in the early 2000s, all these properties sort of wandered around they wound up with a company called fan pro that sort of stumbled with them and that was with cataclysm labs and they're doing some amazing stuff like shadow run sixth edition just came out and they still support anarchy which was a more narrative driven alternate rule set from fifth edition they still support that one and you know they make first rate rpgs and harebrained schemes has made sure to keep computer versions also first rate as much as they can with not having a billion dollars. Right. You know, I'm sure this will not, I'm, I'm sure Baldur's Gate 3 will be much prettier, but then Baldur's Gate 3 probably has a bigger, you know, they probably have a bigger catering budget than Harebrain schemes spent on Shadowrun Returns.
1: Well, um, yeah, you don't have Wizards of the Coast backing this thing whole hog and prepping yeah. it for their next next set of D&D rules.
0: <laughs> yeah, well Harebrain schemes, I mean, with Battletech as well as Shadowrun, uh, these were Kickstarter games, but mm-hmm don't let that fool you. Like you can get these games individually, or you can buy them usually as a package for like 30 bucks. You'll get Shadowrun Returns, Dragonfall and Hong Kong, buy them all. And you will get endless hours out of this because first off, you get three really great stories, but then again, you go onto the workshop and there's all these other campaigns and people introduce their own assets. So you're not just going through another campaign in using the, the, the bespoke, set pieces from the you know from the official campaigns people make their own stuff because you just draw them like there's they're not 3d they're drawn you don't have to like you can't rotate there's you
1: there's just, no moving the camera around
0: no you, there you just well you can move it left right up and down but there's no moving yeah. it like it might as well be a bitmap yeah but i'm okay with that because it's gorgeous the streets of the seattle sprawl which mm-hmm. is what they call sort of the poor areas of town they look like that they look like a it looks like a city that's hit hard times and you go into a bar and it looks like a CD bar where only mages hang out or a CD bar where only uh, hackers hang out or you go into a, a corporate lounge and it looks like a rich place. And it's, yeah. I really enjoy these games. I mean, I can't play them hardcore, but I'm thoroughly enjoying Hong Kong.
1: Yeah. I, I think that really and truthfully, they've done such a good job here of just presenting you with a story and the, this is It's one of the limitations of an electronic video game as opposed to a tabletop RPG. Uh, you don't have a dungeon master that's sitting there that can manipulate the world to what you want to do. But they do such an excellent job of presenting you with a linear story yeah. that i I don't miss that when it's done well. I don't miss being able to go wherever the hell I want. I'm perfectly fine with going level by level in something. If those levels are well designed and yes. the story is well told,
0: mm-hmm. what did you think of the Matrix, which is what they call the internet? Because this game was originally created before the internet was a thing. Yeah, it, ex- it existed, but no one had access to it. Did you do any cyber combat?
1: No, I didn't. Uh, truth be told, like I, I'd heard the heard it referenced, but I never actually made it to the point where I get into the Matrix. I spent too okay. much time poking around and, and bumbling over things and and doing this, that, and the other as I wandered okay. through each level.
0: See, I like to play a decker, which is what in game is a hacker. Okay. Uh, and you go when you play online, or when you sorry, when you go into the matrix in this game, it's still a you know three quarters perspective, turn-based attack. Except instead of machine guns, you have computer programs, and those computer programs essentially look like high-tech magic. You shoot beams at people, and the things coming at you aren't other people; they're security programs oh, made okay. manifest. So what they did is they took a real-world looking combat system and made it very Tron-like in appearance. Yeah. And it works. Because otherwise, you, I mean, did you ever play a Deus Ex Human Revolution or Mankind yes, Divided? Yeah. Do you remember the hacking parts of it? And it's all very abstract symbols? Yeah. That's a very different way of doing it. And mm-hmm. it's a fun way to do it. I love those. Actually, those are my favorite part of the game, uh, back when I could play them without barging this is a very different take they didn't have the money to create a separate combat system with its own rules and own look so they essentially took the combat system from the real world the flesh world and everything's really high-tech looking and it looks like you're moving around on circuit boards and you know the the corridor you're going down is really just a pathway from this node to that node and when you come across the thing you're looking for it's represented symbolically by a flashing box and it's pretty cool you know it's it's a perfect example Hairbrain schemes has made the, has done the perfect example of doing a lot with very little
1: yeah and you know what that's perfectly fine if it, it's when it's noticeable in a game that oh we're reusing assets but you reuse them in a different way mm-hmm. that, that's fine i can yeah. see that the effort went into there to make it different i think that like the most egregious offender of that that I can think of in my own head is uh, Dragon Age 2. I don't know I doubt you ever probably played it but
0: uh, No, I never did
1: But it basically it was just reused room after reused room and oh this door is closed this time and that door is open but it was the uh, exact same freaking yeah. place all over and you go to the caves and oh the caves are in a different spot on the map this time but they're the exact same caves as last time.
0: Yeah, it's, that's the kicker. Like, you either have to be procedurally generated, or you've got to have bespoke,
1: mm-hmm.
0: high quality stuff. Yeah. And Harebrained went with the bespoke. It's sort and of like, uh, yeah, it's like when we talked about XCOM. XCOM Enemy Unknown, the first of the reboots by firaxis the maps were all bespoke. So when you landed on your map, you went, okay, I know where the aliens are waiting for me, so I know not to go past this light post, or I'll trigger another group. And then eventually, you know, with Enemy Within, they just they reverse the map. You could start somewhere else okay, I still recognize the map. Here, every place you go to is drawn specifically. That's why there aren't many of them. But that's okay. Because the players have filled that in with all the extra cool stuff. Yeah. If you're only going to buy one, actually at this point it doesn't really matter. If you buy Hong Kong, it's the most advanced of the three because it's the most recent of the three. So it's got the most bug fixes and the most assets. But chances are, if you're into this sort of Baldur's Gate sort of game and you want to try Cyberpunk slash fantasy just buy the package it'll probably cost you 20 bucks and you'll never run out of stuff to play yeah so so are you going to go back to this you are you going to carry on with the story
1: oh definitely yeah I'm at least I'm going to finish uh, Shadowrun Returns and I'm sure that I'll probably wind up going on and doing Dragonfall in Hong Kong as well
0: Okay, yeah. I, uh, I'm definitely going to finish Hong Kong. I'm definitely going to finish that. And Dragonfall will come back to in a year. I, mm-hmm. I just feel I can't play too much at once, but they're all getting
1: played. Yeah.
0: Okay, so there it is.
1: There it is.